0: This week, it's finally time. Let's rank the Assassin's Creed games. Fight! Perfect! Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of... The Making Fun Podcast. My name is Casey Johnson, and alongside me, as always... My favorite bird, my lifelong friend, a man who is blissfully unaware for about the next month, Raven Stadmiller. Hi. How are how are you, Casey? You know, I'm good. I'm busy. Uh-huh. Um I, I'll give you a, a little bit of context. The what have we been playing section? Super short. Oh. <laughs> Real short. <laughs> um, but you know, I've been listening. Raven to my own voice for about twenty-four hours now. Oh
1: God, I'm so sorry.
0: Yeah. Um, and it's all just the same clips over and over again.
1: Yeah. And that's not like a obviously that's not like a, a thing against you, but more of like a I've had to even listening to my own voice for like the three or four hours I spend editing our podcast gets on my nerves sometimes.
0: Yeah, if I had to listen to my favorite song in the entire world. Over and over again for 24 hours mm-hmm. I would never listen to that song again
1: Right No, it's uh, There's a reason I don't listen to a lot of the songs I, I listened to back in um Back in high school I just killed myself on them
0: Yeah, yeah But, you know, I Raven, I'm gonna say this And of course, it, it's weird Because by the time that people are listening to this It is up So go check it out But Um, Of course, I'm editing the first episode of my show. Yeah. um, Case study. And um, man, I think it's going to turn out pretty good.
1: Oh, yeah, I'm sure it will. Everything you make always turns out good.
0: Uh yeah it's been a crazy week though because we uh, a little inside baseball here we myself Ryan and Ben are the ones that are doing this new video initiative at at Disc Replay and we had all made a conscious decision we're not going to tell upper management about it yet. Mm-hmm. Because we wanted some content to get out there before we said anything because you know upper management in any job they're going to either be like, wow, I'm really happy that you guys are taking this initiative and taking ownership. Or B, they're going to be like, how dare you, Detective Diaz? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and, Bone! <laughs> Bone! Oh, man. Um, uh, that's one of my favorite sitcom scenes of all time, by the way. but um, God. That's one of my favorite we, shows of all uh, time. RIP. Ah, so good. RIP soon. RIP
1: soon. Uh um
0: A. E-R. A. P. eventually.
1: <laughs> Reap, ripping <laughs> right <Ripe? laughs> Right. Oh, no, we don't want to say that one. That's anyway, continue. Oh on. <laughs> no. Continue ah, on.
0: So, anyway, we made this decision and uh ryan as store manager has a certain amount of tasks that he has to complete every week through this app called asana Mm -hmm. uh, which is basically just like a checklist yeah like a task a
1: task flow management system yeah
0: yeah and one of his asana tasks which was for all disc replay um store managers was evaluate and coach your social media manager which of course in the case of Columbus disc replay is me Yeah, And of course that was pretty much him Just like turning 45 degrees To the side and being like Good job (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Because we're in the middle Of this huge video push but he was in His weekly store meeting Mm -hmm. Not too long ago uh, On Tuesday and he was like We had all decided not to Say anything But that he gets so excited Sometimes and he couldn't hold it in. Sure. And um, he spilled the... Be- because everybody's like, well, my social media is doing this. Well, my social media is doing this. And he's like, so we built this garage. We built the studio in our garage. And we're doing a lot of stuff. And we're making videos. And I'm really excited about it. And we have all these intros. And we got stuff from Fiber. And I think it's going to be really good. And I'm really excited. And, like, just... He he just just
1: got spilled all of the beans. It was like it wasn't even just a can of it. It was a whole
0: and plantation. Luckily, uh, uh, luckily, our upper management said, wow, I'm really glad that you're taking that initiative. Yeah. Um, As opposed to the how dare you, Detective Diaz part. And like so they're like officially endorsing us doing it. Mm -hmm. Um, Which is hopefully going to lead to a lot of Cool things that aren't going to Really impact the content But man it's going to impact how much I Enjoy making the content that's for sure (laughs) Um, On the one
1: hand now you're getting paid for it On the other hand now you're getting paid for it
0: Yeah So uh, I I know you're going to ask me the question So I have to go ahead And just say Uh What have I been playing Raven Not a darn thing
1: Oh, nothing?
0: Pretty much, man. Like, I, you know, I play stuff to test it out at work, and like, I played a little bit of like WWE 2K Battlegrounds on my Stadia. Mm-hmm. And, um, which, by the way, pretty impressed by the performance of Stadia, actually. Yeah. Um, but, uh,. I've, I've got a whole soliloquy about how I don't think it really has much of a place in the market as it sits, but that's, you guys can hear about that in two weeks when I release episode two of case study. Um, <laughs> but I mean, aside from like a little Minecraft here and there with Nia and whatnot, like brother, not a darn thing.
1: And sometimes you just have weeks like that. I know a couple weeks ago, I I pretty much played exclusively, like, no video games for the entire week, and it was just a mm-hmm. weird feeling. Um, over here on my end, let's see. I've uh, That's not the same for me. Uh, I played some Yakuza 0. I beat – I don't know if I remember I mentioned I played all of Super Mario 3D World. I beat – because it's been so long since we've talked about what games we've been playing. So I – beat super mario 3d world i haven't done all the like bonus stuff yet i beat bowser's fury started playing yakuza again been playing pokemon been playing stardew valley got some new mobile mobile apps one's called alto's journey it's like a little endless runner essentially it's really fun um i think that's it i haven't i on my list for oh persona 5 strikers came out i played a little bit of that um yeah it's just it's been a lot of video games a lot <laughs> but
0: well that's good. oh, and
1: Skyrim because I've probably played another fifteen hours of that. I need
0: help. Maybe over the next maybe over the next week or so, we can uh, even out a little bit. Between <laughs> Here's us. hoping. <laughs> um, uh, man, I want to play video games. I really do, mm-hmm. but I know that I, um, I know that I'm going to have to, because my next project. Is actually a pretty large undertaking Oh uh, Episode 3 of Case Study Is going to be entitled The Best and Worst Movie Tie-In Games
1: Oh no that's a
0: Because a, a lot of them Really really don't suck um, A lot of them are pretty good A lot of them are pretty bad Yeah uh, Cannot wait that... And I'm kind of scared Because there were a couple movie tie-in games I played as a child that I really loved that I,
1: you don't want to be bad.
0: I'm playing with fire here. Yeah, like I've got so many good memories, specifically with like The Incredibles. Yeah, that man. If I if that game is terrible, it's gonna change things about me.
1: You're gonna walk away a different man. It's mm-hmm. just there are plenty of games from my childhood that I like. Going back, I know are bad, but like. At least I can look at it in an endearing way now.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's the worst thing, though, when you expect it to be unironically a good game. Mm -hmm. And Oh, that's another thing. I know I'm going to have to play Spider-Man 2. Yeah. And, like, Spider-Man 2, great game. Yeah. After Insomniac's Spider-Man, uh-oh, I don't know. (laughs) I'm probably not going to be able to go back to it that well. Oh, I mean... Just because everything was so... Refined uh-huh. and smooth, oh, I didn't play and like me. I know other people who have gone back right to Spider Man Two, and they're like, "Yeah, so Insom Spider Man feels like I remember Peter Parker, uh, Tobey Maguire playing, and the Spider Man Two kind of feels a little bit weird mm-hmm. going back to it, so I'm kind of worried about that. Yeah, but uh, looking forward to it. Either way, yeah. uh, Raven, you did mention uh, it's been a while since we've talked about what games we're playing, Mm -hmm. and I guess we should just do this, should we not?
1: Yeah, I I don't know if we, I don't know, uh, but yes.
0: So, before I say this, I want to say we don't know how long this is going to last. Not at all. Um, Because Raven, I can already tell that you're feeling loads better than you did seven days ago yes very much so (laughs) um and so i'm feeling better than i did seven days ago um i haven't fallen down any stairs that's good awesome
1: that's yeah you always that's always the if you can walk away from a day going i fell down less stairs than yesterday it's at least a good day
0: yeah but Okay, so we made a decision a couple of months ago to split up what used to be one show into two, and we were like, "We'll do the same amount of recording, except it's two shows, and it's more content for the people." And Raven, that did. It, it, we we were incorrect about that.
1: Yeah, I ew. we're we're humans, we're we're fallible. Um, it, it it was like nice because for me on the weekends I got. I did end up editing less. Whereas, whenever it was one long hour and 45 minute episode that I edited for eight hours, I was instead doing one hour ish, Mm -hmm. 45 ish minute at first, and then it slowly creeped into hours again. Damn us and our talkative asses. Um, And uh, so, like, it was a little bit less work for me overall, but it was just, it was never going to be sustainable. And I think we should have seen it coming.
0: Yeah. Um, And, you know, that's not to say that. In the future, we don't do two shows again and, like, set timers for ourselves <laughs> or something like that. Yeah. Um. But last week, Raven, you messaged me and you're like, hey, I'm feeling burnout and I want to avoid resenting making fun. Yes. And as usual, with everything that you tell me, I'm also already thinking it somehow. <laughs> and I'm like yeah okay cool let's figure out how to make this work and we made the decision we like both of the shows mm-hmm. so we have made the decision one show a week posted on wednesdays alternating between the making fun podcast and nitpixels um until sort of until further notice i'm sure raven at some point, we'll be back to doing both of the shows. Yeah. Um. But for now, it's a really, really good time to sort of step back just a hair Yeah. and get to the point where we really, really enjoy doing it again. Which I, I want to be clear. Once we get going, I really enjoy doing it.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. It's like, just, I always enjoy talking to you, and yeah. I could talk to you for several hours every day. It's just the before and then working from 9 to 5 getting home at 5:30 and recording until 9:30 yeah that was mm. that was always
1: the big one it was like we had to record 2 hour long episodes It's like i'd hop off and turn around and go to bed it was just and it was just really starting to drag on me but that's a little bit of how the sausage is made but it's definitely i think it's going to help produce better content as well because we'll be able to rest a little bit in between it and not to mention, it'll give you more time to work on your upcoming video series. Um, mm-hmm. So it'll be.
0: And then once we get that flirt, woo! Oh, you want to flirt? Uh, okay, <laughs> hey yeah, baby. Once-, <laughs> uh, once we get that workflow figured out, there's there's a solid chance within a couple of months that we're like, let's go for it. Yeah. Except let's impose tariffs <laughs> <laughs> on ourselves. Um, but until then. I'm very happy with this decision. Now, there are probably going to be points... And here's the cool thing about the flexibility of this. There are probably going to be points where you get two net pixels in a row or two um, making fun podcasts in a row mm-hmm. just because, like, we'll have two really big news weeks back-to-back or, God forbid, we'll have two really slow news weeks back-to-back. Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah, it's it, going to happen one way or the other, but either way, that's where we're at. Yeah, yeah.
1: it's going to... It'll be fine. It'll... It'll all work out. You'll still hear our voices for roughly an hour every week instead of two, but uh, just at least the people behind the voices uh, d- feel better about about the <laughs> podcast whenever they're not recording it.
0: Yeah, and I, you know, I want to be clear because I'm a consumer of content, and every time I hear any um, announcement, even remotely close to the thing that we're announcing right now, mm-hmm. I get that. Uh oh. Yeah. But this is not an uh oh. Mm-hmm. I promise. Mm-hmm. I promise you, we we are just fine. Yeah. Uh, we're just trying to make sure that we are more fine for longer. Yeah. Um, because we want to be in tip top shape all the time. Um, and. It, okay, I was trying to I was trying to do something with that to move to the next thing, but. We're going to move to the next thing now. Going
1: um, to tip topple our way into the uh, segue into the Assassin's uh, Creed. Go We're going to the
0: tip top of the <laughs> to roof. To jump off. To Assassin's Creed. Maybe we should just stop doing this. Show. <laughs> <laughs> that was Maybe it. That was the deciding should... moment for you. It's just <laughs> struggling over a terrible segue. We... For um, for Happy Days, it was jumping the shark. For us, it was jumping from rooftop to rooftop.
1: <laughs> jumping from rooftop to end.
0: We started this podcast to do Assassin's Creed in review. Now that it's done, we don't know what to do. <laughs> now-
1: <laughs> oh, you're speaking in pose now. I see how you're doing.
0: Mm. So <laughs> for the past um, uh, about 30 years, we've been uh, ranking the Assassin's Creeds mm-hmm. in order. Yeah. And we... It's time, in my personal opinion, and in your opinion, and probably in the opinions of people who have been made to suffer through this for so long. Hi. Time to finalize it. Yeah. Now, Raven, here's my question for you. Mm -hmm. Do you have the exact order pulled up right now?
1: No, I was hoping that you would read it off so I could type it. Oh my goodness, I don't have to type it. Wow, the internet's amazing.
0: Mm.
1: Instant message is amazing. Sorry, continue.
0: (laughs) So, we are going to take a short pause and both look over this list. We will be right back to you. Oh. Bro, if you want my personal thoughts, I stand by this shit.
1: Uh, yeah, I'm I'm writing it down to, like, move it around. And I'm like, I don't know if i would move anything around yeah the only no, thing i, I mean, would is that the main thing is that unity i would almost want to move and if we have to well no because we 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 looked at uh, unity outside of its bugs like we did with valhalla yeah um so yeah i mean the only thing i would change is three and zero or in one technically i mean
0: what do you mean exactly
1: uh, i would just i would say the ac3 is the worst on the list but
0: bro i am so down for this
1: <laughs> i've not even played ac1 but the more i think about three the more i just like don't like it i do like that the dlc cool. though but th- that's like so. the redeeming thing for it i love how we're whispering like we can't talk in a normal
0: voice yeah <laughs> <laughs> so uh yeah here's what i'm gonna do um no so i'm just gonna but now i'm now i'm stuck in it now it's just gonna be this way okay that's fine. Um, so I'm just gonna like re And I'm gonna be like Okay Raven we've had a, a chance to look it over Would you like to uh, Fight me on anything mm-hmm. And then I want you to be like Oh you know the more I think about it mm-hmm. I just think I think we should move AC down And then That's also a good way to get into the worst Yeah
1: Oh, I'll awful your lead
0: All right. So, Raven and I have both taken a couple of minutes here to overlook our list. Um and you know, Raven, I will say I'm pretty solid, yeah, with this list. Um but I'm going to give you the opportunity now. I'm going to give you the floor if there is something That you want to change. Now's your time to fight me. Okay,
1: I I feel like this isn't going to be much of a fight, but the more I think about this, the more I think that Assassin's Creed Three should be on the top of. I'm kidding. Should be on the bottom of the list.
0: Oh wait, seriously? Yeah, I done done. (laughs) Never mind, done. (laughs) That's it. it. I don't need... The, the main reason I liked it, because it was
1: an interesting with me, because I putting it into perspective of why I enjoyed this game, it was because I enjoyed playing it with Emily, and not necessarily on the basis of it's a good game. Do I think it has some, some gems in the rough of what it is? Sure. Do I think the DLC is super interesting? Absolutely. The DLC is, by and large, the best part of that game, to me. But overall, it's just... Nothing felt finished. and Raven, hold
0: on just one second. Uh-huh. coming in at number eleven, dead last, and I want to keep in mind here, I, I want to say before we go any farther, i Assassin's Creed, in my personal opinion, has never made a bad game. None of these are bad games. Some of them are just not as good as the others. And some, I would say, are just good, and they don't hold up to the standard of quality, the standard of excellence Mm -hmm. that this series entails. Yeah. So, coming in at number 11, the worst game in the Assassin's Creed franchise, Assassin's Creed 3. Mm-hmm.
1: Which I'm sure Even is super he- weird hearing after I made the argument that it should be not last. We had a
0: whole debate. <laughs> it was a
1: whole debate about it. But the more I think about it, it's just like Connor's whatever. Like Connor's not a great character, and the overall narrative there was a lot of big plot holes there. But and you know, you just combat felt weird. Sneaking around wasn't really an option because of how open. New York and Baltimore and everything was there wasn't really so
0: much woods
1: yeah and the the woods it's like even whenever you're going through the woods which seems like an interesting idea there's nothing that you're trying to fight there you're only going up against the you're going up against like things that you're hunting which isn't that big of a deal to be fair exploring some of the areas of the woods was great there were some really nice mm-hmm. little areas here and there and that's what that's the thing about Assassin's Creed 3 there's a lot of little things sporadically placed throughout that I think make this a much better experience than what people made it out to be as in like one of the worst games of all time, but I don't know if it's i I think that Assassin's Creed 3 is a good baseline because it is the C average student, but not yeah. but not the C average student as in all C's, but a lot of A's on a couple of F's to bring mm-hmm. everything down into like a C solid.
0: Yeah. Um I I will say good stuff about this game. Um although there was a tremendous contrast between um, the uh, the modern day and what was happening in the story. I talk about that moment so much where Connor is like, maybe the Assassins and the Templars can work together. And then we come out of the Animus and Warren Vittig is like, we've got your father, Mr. Miles. Mm-hmm. Like, There were a lot of really jolting moments in this game in a bad way but I really did love the until the end mm-hmm. until the end I really did love the present day mm-hmm. um and I I will say this too um spoiler alert a little bit for Valhalla a little bit uh, don't turn off the show but like <laughs> um the end of this is um Justified a little bit by the ending of Assassin's Creed Valhalla Now that I think about it mm-hmm. um, Because we have this suspicion that um, When Desmond was making the choice between life or death He was not making the choice between life or death Right Necessarily Yeah Um, And he chose death But it may not have been death Death Yeah Um I've said too much. Mm-hmm. Um. So, the modern day was really cool, sneaking around as Desmond, and like the arena is one. Oh, that's that like I'll one of the forget. best parts of the game.
1: It is. It was like a perfect thing of like escalating and showing what Desmond's skills over the series has been because they knew going into this, this was the end of the trilogy. This was the end of Desmond's story, going into three, and so culminating all of his skills, learning what he's learned through the Animus. And watching him perform it and performing it yourself is really great. One of my favorite things about that sequence has always been how there's no UI, period. Because it's the real mm-hmm. world. And you don't have a UI in the real world. You're just a person. Yeah. So that um, that sequence has always really, really been one of my favorites in the series.
0: Yeah. So um Modern Day is really good. Um the combat. Is pretty good It's a little weird But it's fun Um Hatham mm-hmm. Kenway is One of the best villains In the series Yep If not the best mm-hmm. But unfortunately Connor is And When I look at This list It's not even close He's the worst Protagonist in the series mm-hmm. And it's just hard To become invested in the story of a person that you don't care for. <laughs> um. At the end of the day, Assassin's Creed three fine game. The worst of the Assassin's Creed games.
1: Yeah. Um, do you feel vindicated?
0: I do. <laughs> I do. I feel good about this. <laughs> um. Coming in at number 10, The original Assassin's Creed. Yeah. So, here's the thing about the original Assassin's Creed. Is that the original Assassin's Creed is an excellent game. Mm -hmm. It's... And Raven hasn't played this still to this day, so he's going to be hanging back Uh a little bit. Um, Assassin's Creed 3 is an excellent game. However, if you've played... Assassin's Creed and then you've played any of the other games, you'll understand. Um, The world is kind of sparse. As a matter of fact, the only collectibles in there are Masia flags and the reason that they were put in the game is because one of the developers let his son play a build of the game early and he was like, there's nothing to do in this world. (sighs) Um, One of the cool things though that I think about Assassin's Creed is that it's not a an open world in the traditional sense. it It's a linear game mm-hmm. in the same way that Uncharted is a linear game, but it's got an open world backdrop to it. And the open world is used as a storytelling device. And they expanded on that in later games, but it really was novel here. Uh, the story of Altair Gaining his way back to the top of the Brotherhood, and then eventually, doing one thing that is going to alienate him from about half of the rest of the Brotherhood, um, is just masterfully done. It's a really good story, but it's really repetitive. Mm-hmm. And you go to, um, I mean, the world is beautifully built, uh. There are distinct poor and rich districts in each city. All of your assassin targets make sense Mm -hmm. in the districts that they're in. But at the end of the day, it becomes a little bit of a slog. And really having to just power through an Assassin's Creed game doesn't exist that much for me. Mm Mm-hmm. I always, even if I'm, you know, trying to hurry it up a bit to get to the finish line, I'm always really, really enjoying myself. And Assassin's Creed, the original, is just the closest that I ever came to being like, all right, okay, let's do this. Um, Of course, aside from Assassin's Creed 3, which I thoroughly just did not enjoy, uh, because I didn't want Connor to win but that's we've already we already know that (laughs) yeah
1: i um the only time i've ever really felt that is assassin's creed rogue but because by that point i had just finished up my 45 hour playthrough of black flag and it's a lot of the same and i was like okay i get it just let me read the story i just i don't care um i like i did care but i don't know only a little bit yeah still love rogue is a really good game gonna play it eventually give it the time it deserves
0: all right, coming in at number nine. Mm-hmm. Oh gosh, mm-hmm. this will make some people very angry. It is a game that many regard as the greatest in the series, and I just don't. Assassin's Creed Brotherhood.
1: There's there the yeah we did put this kind of low didn't we? like comparatively to where other people might have i think we put this a little bit low
0: well i mean a lot of people a lot of people put it at number one so that's
1: so weird i just the gameplay is great and buying stuff is nice the story is good but it just it's fine right there's nothing that stands out about this game to make it better than any of the other ones Like, especially, you know, I I would be swayed that if we wanted to swap this one in Odyssey, that would make sense. Even maybe this one in Unity to, like, bump it up by two places, it might make sense. But I don't – I don't know. It's just this one – this one is, like, your smash burger of a restaurant, right? It is just burger, bread, that's it. It's got the – it's, like, a good – it's a good burger, but it's not – it's not like mouthwatering. It's not your supreme burger that you like or whatever you like on your burgers cuz I know you have a weird tongue.
0: Well, the funny thing is um that I I'll, I'll I'll take a smash burger over literally any other burger. <laughs> yeah. At sure. all times. But with that being said, um Raven, I don't know if you remember back when we were growing up um I try not to. It used <laughs> <laughs> um, used to be on State Street. Now it's reopened in the Fair Oaks Mall, Lucas Brothers. Mm-hmm. Um, they do a version of the Smash Burger. That's like an Oklahoma Onion Burger is what it's begun mm-hmm. to be known as, and you do the Smash Burger, but you take all of like this mound of really 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 thinly cut onion and you smash it down onto and into the patty Mm. and part of the way that the meat is cooked is from the steam of the onions and it just obliterates the onions and caramelizes them really nicely and it all works together super super beautifully Mm -hmm. now Assassin's Creed Brotherhood to me is like that without the onions it's like that without the pizzazz that makes it unique. Mm. And I'll liken Assassin's Creed Brotherhood to something that happens in the wrestling industry a lot where when a guy, the most recent and most famous example of this probably is a guy by the name of Dolph Ziggler. And he is like probably pound for pound The best wrestler in the entire world Mm -hmm. The issue is He is So 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 good That whoever Is in the ring with him looks like a star Okay And so he's been Positioned over the Course of the last 10 years Not as the star But as the guy who makes the star He works with them And he makes them look like a million bucks. He has the curse of being too good, but not quite having it. Mm -hmm. And to me, Assassin's Creed Brotherhood is the game in the Ezio trilogy that makes the other two look better. Mm -hmm. Because Assassin's Creed Brotherhood is nothing short of an excellent game. An amazing game. I don't remember it that well Mm -hmm. because it did things it got rid of a couple of things that AC2 did really really well and it had some stuff that Assassin's Creed Revelations expanded on later and made better so it's this awkward in between place and Rome is beautiful and there's so much to do and it's so amazing and When I booted up this game I was like I'm gonna remember this and then I never Ended up remembering any portion of it Mm -hmm. And playing Through it again and worried That'll be the case So At the end of the day I've got more specific Memories with every single Game above it Than It So Yeah I feel that. The only
1: memory I have of Brotherhood is going to the party to assassinate the one guy. And then the incest. Yes. But, like, everybody remembers the incest.
0: Well, I mean, It comes yeah. with the territory.
1: But, but yeah. So, it's, like, overall, like, Brotherhood had a lot of good pieces that I just don't... And it could just very well be the way that we played it, too, into, Re, into Brotherhood, into Revelations, that we realized, like, and we just kind of, I don't know, autopiloted our way through it. But it's just no big parts of it speak out to me as like a this is why it's the best game in the series kind of thing
0: <sighs> absolutely so of course that brings us to number 8 again one that many especially people who aren't diehard fans of the series rank very very high but gosh darn it this is not an Assassin's Creed game <laughs> And I will not refer to it as such. Coming in at number eight, Odyssey. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. Odyssey, yes, Odyssey. Odyssey, yes. Odyssey, yes, Odyssey. Not that one. Oh. Oh.
0: Oh. Oh. That makes sense. So, and man, here's the thing about Odyssey is that, like, it, it was good, but it was not an Assassin's Creed game. And the plot was very confusing
1: Mm -hmm.
0: and the and we went through this more recently than a lot of the other ones so i don't want to belabor the point too much but dear god assassin's creed odyssey has just so many such a weird meandering plot with a twist that is predictable from about 15 hours into the game of a 138 hour game Mm -hmm. that like that plot combined with all of the missed opportunities as far as assassin gameplay that by the way is not because of the new system because Valhalla And Origins both did it much much better Mm -hmm. It's just hard To rank it any higher Because when I think of Assassin's Creed Odyssey I think of ancient Greece I think one of the most Beautiful gosh darn worlds That I've ever been in In my life I think Of Amazing scenery I think of taking out all of those enemy camps, and I do not think of Assassin's Creed. Mm-mm. I don't even think of this as an Assassin's Creed game. It's a good game that I'll play again, yeah, someday. But it's just it's it has nothing to do with Assassin's Creed, hardly.
1: Yeah, putting it before the and, game that you call the origin of Assassin's Creed makes you think, go like, what, what, what's the point? This game existed to give one specific plot MacGuffin to one character, and that is why this game yeah. exists. There is no reason for a 138-hour game to exist for that one reason alone to be tied into that. All that being said, I, it, and there are other problems with the game too, right? This world was way too big. This world was so, so way too large, and a lot of it felt empty. But then yeah, a lo- And a lot
0: of that is because of the sailing part. I, I looked it up, and Valhalla's world... Mm-hmm. Is actually bigger than Odysseys, but it feels smaller than Odysseys because mm-hmm. there's so much land.
1: Yeah, you're you're not you're not just endlessly on a ship to just f- being on the ship is just basically a loading screen ninety percent of the time it feels like,
0: because you just come into these little islands that mean nothing.
1: Yeah. Whereas in Valhalla, like I still think Valhalla's world is too big. Personally, I just. I don't know why it's just I, I prefer smaller open worlds because it feels like
0: definitely the, definitely too big yeah but even so doesn't somehow feel as big as Odyssey, no it definitely does which says something about the design yeah it's just and so, that's and
1: that's how Greece is laid out right that's that is how that environment is it's just it's an archipelago and a lot of smaller yeah, islands I was, I was
0: about out. to say blame God for yeah <laughs> because he's the one
1: <laughs> in, in this case God the God the gods I guess in, in this instance? I don't know. Um, but yeah, it's just like the, the the gameplay is fine. None of it... Cassandra never feels like an assassin. Cassandra is a mistios through and through. Whenever they're doing their assassinations, they have the ability to shadow step to like throw their thing and then assassinate somebody from a distance, which super fucking cool, right? Don't get me wrong. That's a rat ability. It's not an assassination ability. Even though it's like assassinations, it's not... That isn't a thing an assassin would do. We're not going to see Ezio throw his hidden blade at somebody and teleport behind them. Mm-hmm. As much as I would want to, I think that'd be a really—that's a really fun ability to do. But there's just—it's just all of the side quests too. I'm so spoiled with Valhalla side quests now because any side quest I do in a game, I'm just like, Ugh, it's just—I don't want to have this in my tracker because like with Valhalla, you just have the little mysteries there, and then if you leave, you don't have to think about them. You just leave and you mystery. do
0: them, and they're done. Yeah.
1: And you don't have to go super far for them. It's great. Whereas there was one mission in Odyssey, I distinctly remember it's like you talk to this girl. She's like, go talk to this person for me, please. And it's across the map. So you go talk to that person. She goes, oh, hey, talk to that person again for me. You do that like three times. You just basically fast travel to and from. And like at one point, you have to go kill somebody and then go to report again. And it's just like, why? Why is this a thing? Why? Why waste my time? I feel like I am wasting my time by just fast traveling to and from places. And that's a personal thing because I love doing side quests, but man, it's just 90% of them in this game suck. And not to mention, you take down bases, and what does it do? It doesn't do anything. You just gotta go take them get down again later.
0: Yeah.
1: And that's a problem with the more recent ones in general. Like all the bases that you take over. Like at least in Val, or in, uh, yeah, in Valhalla, it makes sense because you're not taking over the churches. But you like take down a church, and it's whatever. So anyway.
0: Coming in at number 7 And this is the point These top 7 games I would play any of them Any day of the week Mm -hmm. So just be ready for that It's just a matter of preference Yeah Coming in at number 7 Screw you Assassin's Creed Unity is a darn good game Yeah it is
1: Are there some problems with it? Sure I, personally, my biggest problem with Assassin's... My, my biggest and really only problem with Assassin's Creed Unity is that there's too much to do. It's a, It's obtuse. It's obtuse. There's, like, five different activities, and they're everywhere, constantly. I know in the very first district that you're in, there's, like, 90 treasure chests, or, like... No, not 90. Like, 27 treasure chests or something in, like, a very small region. And I'm just like, I don't want mm-hmm. to do this. Like... All of different types. Yeah, and the worst part is they all only give you like a hundred bucks. Like you can't do anything with the money from those treasure chests. You're collecting them because you want to collect it. Ah.
0: But with that being said, Arno, super cool. Hot. Um, his, uh, his mentor, super cool. Mm-hmm. Um, it gives an interesting. Um, diplomatic look at the brotherhood that some didn't like some do i personally think it's interesting because like you know when you have such a an organization that has been over the course of so many millennia at this point there are going to be phases and there are going to be different looks yeah right and like at the same time as this roughly Connor is screaming you don't know anything old man Mm -hmm. over and over again so like obviously the assassin brotherhood isn't this put together thing but it's interesting to see how some sects of the brotherhood take this ritualistic approach to the brotherhood Mm -hmm. Um, and I I personally think that the differences in them is what makes them unique. Um, Assassin's Creed Unity great play sort of annoying parkour Um, They refined it a lot with Syndicate, which I really enjoyed. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's a lot of good storyline with a predictable twist, but a genuinely heartfelt ending. Yeah,
1: there's and there's so many little details about unity that I just love that I could go on about all day, but we just don't have the time for it. But just even things as simple as Arno changing how he wall climbs up buildings from being a non assassin into an assassin. Just little things like that are just sprinkled throughout the game to make it great. Yeah. My biggest gripe is just that, like, Napoleon feels forced in because he's French, but eh, that's okay. Oh, and then the map thing. But, yeah. Overall, I mean, this is a game I'm, I really, really just adore. It's just so good.
0: And if you want to hear a little bit more about what we think, go back to our individual review. That goes for all of these games. Yes. Uh, we've been... It's been a labor of love over the past few months I'll say that Coming in at number 6 Is Assassin's Creed Syndicate The most Raven Unappreciated game Mm -hmm. In the entire Assassin's Creed series Gosh darn is Syndicate good um syndicate suffered also the harbinger of a couple of things that needed to change
1: yeah syndicate suffered from burnout for the series because this was like the seventh game in a year in a row that was released in a sequential year so everybody's just like please stop giving us the same old same old even if we like it right like it's a good game but god it's just it was so good this game is just it's just fun it's an interesting the, the world to part, explore. Though, interesting character <sighs> dynamics for the most part. Interesting characters. Really interesting stealthing in combat for the most part. Like, it's just a knockout game.
0: The, the sad part to me is that it really did innovate in a lot of ways. But it, it was, you know, it was tough because when AC Unity had all of its bugs and was treated so badly when it came out ubisoft was like okay we get it we got to change up some stuff but like syndicate is already happening so we got to finish that but then we will Mm -hmm. and then syndicate came out and everybody was like actually we really like this like this fixed a lot of the issues for us and you know it feels like what we should do going forward and ubisoft was like well, we already started Origins, so you're going to get what you're going
1: to get. <laughs> you damn fucking kids and your wishy-washy selves. But, yeah. It's like... I don't know. And, and Syndicate really did feel like, because they knew it was going to be the last one, I really did feel like a farewell. They they addressed a lot of the overall issues that fans had felt. They implemented some things that didn't really work out, in my opinion, like the upgrading your gang or whatever by spending money like it was fine it was something good to do with your money because one of my biggest gripes in any game is just money is worthless but yeah it's just this game is just fun the zip the grappling hook makes this this the only reason this game is above unity by the way in my opinion Mm -hmm. um just i i think i don't know if this is necessarily a better game than unity but the grappling hook is just so interesting and it just makes traversal so much more fun
0: Up next, rounding out the top five Assassin's Creed 4, Black Flag Now it's interesting because a lot of people rate this higher Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of people think that it's the greatest one in the series but Raven this one in particular was the one that I was so excited to go back to and I was so ready for it and it just did not quite live up to what has lived in my head over the course of these past few years. Mm -hmm. Fantastic. Amazing game. Oh
1: yes, very much so. But the problem is that the things that it's remembered for get very stale very quickly and it suffers the same issues that Odyssey had where it's fun to explore the ship for a little bit and then ship traversals kind of sucks and ship combat gets really tedious and, There's it's all little islands here and there that you have to go visit to go get all the collectibles, which I did. I got almost 99% of the collectible. I think I got all of the collectibles in this game. Like, I almost 100% of this game. The only thing that was left is um, mission synchronization, which I'm so glad they removed. Um, But yeah, it's just, it's a great, phenomenal game, but it's just that you're just doing a lot of the same over and over again. That just makes it feel monotonous after a bit of time.
0: And a lot of that is mostly the kind of thing that happens in retrospect uh-huh. because man, like back then it was like, oh my God. But now giving it a quick look, it, it's just like, this is really, really good, but we have, we are farther now in gaming than where this was and it was again a a bastion of just some things that probably needed to change and when you're playing all of the assassin's creed games back to back to back at first is this one's really refreshing because it's like oh it's not like just an open city that i've got to run around and Mm -hmm. then you're like man i wish this was an open city yeah that i i could just run around
1: yeah yeah There once was a man who to see I'm just gonna start singing sea shanties if
0: we okay. Don't, if okay, we don't move I'm gonna on.
1: move on. <laughs> yeah, if we if we don't move on, I'm just gonna break out into Wellerman man. Okay.
0: <laughs> um, coming in at number four, fresh off the shelves, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, darn good game. Darn good game. The- I, I don't want to get into it too much For people who haven't played it Or that want to play it But here's what I can tell you Is that Avor is positively charming The farther you get into his or her story um, The world is really thoughtfully put together It's a little obtuse It's a little big But mm-hmm. mysteries are one of the greatest things Not just to happen to this series But to video games Yeah
1: i'm going Um, to be judging any open world game i play from now on on the like ability of what mysteries are because mm -hmm. i really like what and like yakuza has what are essentially mysteries they are like marked in your in like a journal but that journal is like seven menus deep so you never really think about it but it's just mysteries are just so self-isolated in the world itself and it feels so much more natural it doesn't have you running all over the place and they're just so good it's such good design
0: Sorry. And you know like I'm a huge sports fan. Raven, I know you also huge sports fan. Yeah, Big I fan love
1: I love tossing the rock. Um and scoring a field goal.
0: Yeah, good job. <laughs> You're getting a lot better. Um <laughs> but like for me probably the biggest thing that sets this apart is the sports conundrum of How do you know that a great player is truly great Mm
1: -hmm.
0: is when they have to change the rules Mm -hmm. to make sure that nobody ever does what they do. Like, for instance, Reggie Miller, uh, amazing player for uh, the Indiana Pacers from, like, 1987 to 2005. He would do this thing, which... At the time, right, wasn't illegal. Where as he went up for a jump shot, he would subtly just kind of kick his leg out. And he's like, "It's just part of my shot. But it was, like, secretly to create distance between him and his opponent. Yeah. As soon as he retired, they were like, okay, no more of that. Mm Mm-hmm. And Assassin's Creed Valhalla sort of has the same thing going on where, like this game has changed the way that we're going to think about open world games forever it has changed the rules Mm -hmm. and as such must be recognized as an amazing game bar none not just that but it also just is a really really good game at the end of the day and please folks make it to the ending because the ending holy crap the ending Mm -hmm. coming in at number three, my favorite game in the entire series, Assassin's Creed Revelations. Now, this is not the best game in the series. No. But this is my favorite game in the series.
1: Mm-hmm. I get goosebumps thinking about the ending still. This game right? rounded out Ezio's story perfectly it gave him it gave a great start finish and you saw like you didn't see a live feedback of what he was younger but what he was older but it was if you had been playing through this series like all, a lot of the fans have and you'd started in two and you started seeing him as an 18 year old you saw him grow up to be this master assassin it was a very nice send-off and it's just the hook blade was great I mean it was a bit weird at first Everybody's was like what, what is a hook blade but it made traversal a lot easier uh, without just outright removing it like they did in syndicate Um, the bomb system was interesting but not really utilized because you're never really getting into combat the, but the, it,
0: it was the kind of thing that people could utilize and that's you know part of what I love about it mm-hmm. is that People who wanted to utilize that stuff could. Yeah. It just wasn't necessarily for us. Yeah, and it wasn't necessary. But there were probably people who got super deep into it. Right,
1: and it wasn't necessary to complete the game. We were never told, you have to go craft these bombs to beat this mission. And never punish you for not having that. But it was like, hey, if you want to craft the bombs, you have all the parts. And you get them for killing people, like, all the time. Mm -hmm. Uh, The districts were great. All of the really, really tight buildings, like, and just you're always on top of the rooftops, which is one of my favorite parts of the game. You're always running around on the rooftops and it's just felt really, really nice. And I just, this game, this game growing up was one of my favorites. And I still think to to this day, it's my favorite of the series,
0: but there are two that somehow are just a little bit better First things first, coming in at number two, just a beautiful game. Assassin's Creed Origins. Now, here's the difference between Origins and Odyssey and even Valhalla. Mm -hmm. This is a lovingly put together assassin story that takes place before the Assassin's Brotherhood was even a thing. And, you know, I'll say that. Mm -hmm. But, like, this is such a lovingly put together game that shows you the seeds of what became the assassin brotherhood. There's so much little lore in it. That is a cool side mission. If you are not a hardcore fan, but is so important. If you are a hardcore fan, Mm -hmm. Bayek is great. It takes some while to truly fall in love with Bayek, but Bayek is great and man just such a good game mm-hmm.
1: I I don't really it's this game is just good there's nothing I can't say that you didn't already mention here but just exploring the pyramids felt really nice all of the mythology because this is the first game that really introduced mythology outside of you know the Greek and Roman gods and the Isu and whatnot this is the first game that really introduced like the Egyptian gods are were a real thing in Isu worlds and that integration just felt so natural that it, it's kind of weird to think about that Origins was the first one that really did it.
0: It was like, mm, of course. Of course. It makes sense,
1: right? The sequence in one of the pyramids where you're fighting the god of death is still one of the coolest ones of that game. mm mm-hmm. um, And it's just, the, this game did a lot of really, really good stuff. Still really confusing be- intro, but I, I give it a pass. <laughs>
0: Well, Raven Number one As if It was going to be A surprise to anybody hmm Gosh darn it Not only The best Assassin's Creed game But one of the best games that I've ever played, period Uh-huh Assassin's Creed 2 taking place over the course of 22 years in Ezio Auditore's life you see him grow from a boy into a man learn right he's the as far as character progression he is the antithesis of Connor Kenway every time he messes up a lot Mm -hmm. and every time that he does man, he learns and he never makes that mistake again. And at the end, he's telling people I've discovered the truth, but I'm not going to try to tell you what the truth is because at the end of the day, everybody's truth is their own truth and you have to find that truth for yourself even Raven outside of the context of that game. Those are very important words. Yeah.
1: Very, very important. It's just, God, just thinking about this game. It's just, this is one of like the first true story driven games that I played as a kid. You know, I, I shouldn't be confessing that, you know, at the age of 13, I played Assassin's Creed 2, but, like, whatever. I was basically doing...
0: Throw him in jail. <laughs> it's just...
1: This is what really made me go, wow, I like story-based games. And that's not mm-hmm. held up as well over the years just because of how what my tastes have changed. But I still really, really do want a good story in any game that I play. And I really give a lot of that credence to Assassin's Creed 2 because it crafted a beautifully perfect world and showed a lot of hardships and introduced a lot of interesting characters to be in it.
0: And and to go one step farther, for me, everything that you said but open-world games, Mm -hmm. I... this is the one... Because, like my dad was like i was spending so long in regular assassin's creed and it was like oh my god assassin's creed assassin's creed and my dad was like are you still playing the first one Mm -hmm. i'm like yeah (laughs) and he's like dude you got to move on to the second one and i'm like why and he's like oh there's so many like there's a money system and you get all your stuff at shops and like all all of the best things about the game he was telling me about and i was like i don't want that <laughs> <laughs> and then i found out that i very much do you want very
1: that. much wanted that right yeah man i don't even i it's not that i forgot but it's just it goes to show that like every time i think about this game i'm like oh yeah also there's it it wasn't an amazing money system, but it was a decent one. And you use that money to upgrade the shops around your town to keep improving your town and get making it easier for the people around you. And it's just, there's just so many good parts about this game that just, it's a masterpiece. It's one of the very few in the world.
0: So to cap it all off, From the bottom, Assassin's Creed 3. Number 10, Assassin's Creed. Number 9, AC Brotherhood. Number 8, Odyssey. Number 7, AC Unity. Number 6, Assassin's Creed Syndicate. Number 5, Assassin's Creed 4. Number 3, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Number two, Revelations. Number three, Revelations. (laughs) Number two, Origins. Number one, Assassin's Creed 2. And now we're done. And I feel a little bit empty inside,
1: but not for very long, because there's a bunch of Assassin's Creed Valhalla DLC coming out that we're going to have to play and talk about. Yeah, no, for sure. Uh, It's a shame that the River Raids update kind of sucks, but hey, what can you do? I haven't played it myself, but I back whenever I was on social media, um, I read a lot of people just go, like, it's, like, fine. It's really repetitive and it's super easy, but it's okay. They did yeah. introduce new abilities, though, and I'm interested to get those at some point. Hmm.
0: Feels kind of weird to be done with this. What are we going to do now? I know, right? It's kind of like wanting to graduate and graduating and being like, oh, no. <laughs> Like, now what are you gonna do? do you know? uh, yeah. I don't
1: know, I didn't think I'd get this far. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> oh man. Well, Raven, thank you for taking this journey through Assassin's Creed with oh, me. Of
1: course. Thank you for having me forever and ever. And and putting up with us whenever it's so funny. I still think about it sometimes where I just on a whim just checked a snaps your Snapchat story. It's like you talk about it. I'm like, let's do it and it just it came out in like the span of 20 minutes we're like all right we're recording it's gonna happen yeah. so yeah thanks for thanks for doing it with me as well let us never talk about the assassin's creed movie again
0: indeed ladies and gentlemen my name is casey johnson his name is raven stab miller and until next week go out and brighten someone's day